Hey there, it's Jamie. And Tyler. On this podcast, we explore entrepreneurial stories from people that have just started to people that have been there and done that. We also sprinkle in helpful marketing topics and relatable life advice. Following your passions and navigating this crazy thing we call life is a forever game. Let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of the Forever Game podcast. And today is a Tyler episode. So I apologize to everyone that is here for Jamie. Um, she w- she is here. Hi, James. <laughs> hey, hey. Um, but it'll be a lot of me directing it because we're talking about um, something new and shiny that was new and shiny for me like three, four months ago when it first came out. So you actually, how did you first find out about this? I just, this is I mean, brand new to my, it was on. So for everyone, we're talking about chat GPT and it's now been out since it came out in November of 2022. And I remember immediately like that first week in December, um, that's when the whole schools are freaking out because kids were using it to write whole essays and, responses and articles and do research and um you know like i was i mean if you listen to this podcast enough you know i was like yes awesome like dub middle fingers to some of the (laughs) traditional school stuff um but obviously there's two sides to that story so So, did you like see an article yes an article um, on linkedin yeah and you uh, always learn your stuff on linkedin mm -hmm, i'm a linkedin learner and Mm -hmm. five days after it was released so chat gpt for everyone that doesn't know is an ai based uh well it's an ai an artificial intelligence that you can interact with using text so there is a text prompt prompt um and i am going to start my recording here Um, i'm going to record my screen so if you want to go to our any of our social media channels and actually see what i'm doing here you certainly can, um, and because uh, I'm gonna. So you're in a bro- you're in just a standard browser. Standard browser. It's not like people need to go look for an app called Chat nope. GPT. You could go Google Chat G- GPT. Yeah. Or you could just go to our show notes because I included the link. <laughs> Everybody always goes that. there first for uh-huh. sure. Yep, yep. And uh, so. What, what you're seeing on the screen, if you're watching, is all I just have the show notes pulled up. And I'm going to go to the the actual um, website, which is chat.openai.com. And when you go to chat.openai.com, you essentially just, it looks like a, a search chat. Like there's, there's a little spot at the bottom, a prompt where it says send a message. And it's just blank above that with some, you know, uh, chat GPT, like examples, capabilities, limitations, and you can type in anything, any prompt in there and ask it to do something, ask it for factual information. Okay. Can we do a slight pause? Yeah. Yeah. Because you do, because you've created an account. Yeah. So you're seeing it like how it lives, Yep. but you have to sign up. Have to sign up first. You have to enter an email address and then create like a little login. Yes. Then once you do that, you can use it. That login. If you on. already have like Google login credentials, you can just click on that and it'll well, log I must in not have. <laughs> via your Google, whatever. Uh, and, um, and so you can, each of these individual conversations you're having with a chat bot that can do things for you. And it saves each of those chats, air quotes, chats in the, in the left side of the screen. 
and it will give them automatic names like AI generated names based on the opening parts of your prompts or your questions. So um, if I, I'm just going to type in something very quickly. I'm going to say, since it's in my head, um, who are the Minnesota wild? Cause they play tonight at eight, eight 30. They won game one. And it immediately starts crafting a response. The Minnesota Wild is a professional ice hockey team based in St. Paul, Minnesota, USA. They compete in the Central Division of the Western Conference in the National Hockey League. The Wild joined the NHL as an expansion team in 2000 and have since become a popular and successful team in the league. The team plays their home games at the XL Energy Center and their colors are forest green, iron range red, harvest gold, and white. This is kind of, for me, I'm thinking it's like Google on steroids. It's 100% Google on steroids where you don't have to go through the interface of searching something no. and then going through different sources. It's compiling that all for you. But that is one of the basic functions of what chat GPT is. Mm -hmm. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about what it is, like some background on it a little bit. We're not going to get too technical because we're not smart enough and we're not developers of AI technology. And um, then we'll talk about some of the uses for it that we found and that we've looked at and then some of the like downsides of it. And then specifically we're going to talk about how you can use it in marketing. Yeah. Love that. Yeah. You like I'm just here. I'm along for the ride. I'm probably amongst the um, majority of our listeners that are like, what the hell is this and how does it impact me? Right. Um, so I've putzed around, but I know little to none about this. Yes. So let's, jump into it. So first, like I said, it is free. It was developed by OpenAI, which is a company. And actually, it was either this particular company or its parent company. Elon Musk was actually part of that company. Obviously. And then he left. Uh, but he is actually preaching that that chat GPT is so good, it's scary good. And they are dangerously close to developing an AI that they may not be able to control. So that was his kind of warning when he experienced it and played with it. Hmm. Um, but it was released at the end of November of 2022. And the GPT part of it stands for Generative Pre-Trained Transform. Whatever that means. Fun fact. Generative Pre-Trained. Generative Pre-Trained Transform. Hmm. Okay. And that's chat GPT. The website again is chat.openai.com. And... So the short-term impact, when this came out, it, like chatbots have been around for a while. You've experienced them uh, with going to social media channels. You've experienced them on websites. You've even, even experienced the voice version of them when people call, or like, not people. Yeah, I'm with people, and I mean, everybody calls. has Siri or, I don't want to say her name, the A word, Yeah, sitting in their house or yep. whatever. So you're used. we're used to some kind of form of this. And this is, those are like, I mean, I don't even know the analogy to use. Uh, that was like like the first ever uh, TV that first came out in like the, I don't even know, the 50s and what it looked like in the functionality and then throwing on like a super HD VR headset. Like that is the leap yeah. between what you've used those for and what now this yeah. can do. Yeah. And uh, so immediate impact. Five days into ChatGPT's release, it was already up to 1 million daily active users. Who do you think, what do you think that demographic, if you had to guess, of people 
I think is. it was a lot of early adopters and, and just all the buzz from the PR and all that. Think about like the buzz and PR to a free resource that can be linked in a, in an article or a post. Yeah. And suddenly that just went viral on all platforms, all digital, however many tech newsletters are freaking in the world, you know, like we're all mentioning it and all linked it. And so everyone went there. Yep. So 1 million daily active users, five days in for reference, TikTok, the fastest growing social media platform we've ever seen. Um, it took nine months to get to 1 million daily active users. That's and, a little bonkers. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, and some of the immediate negative impact was schools were like, and you may have heard about this, schools were freaking out. Oh my gosh, how do we make sure kids aren't using this? How do we you know, use it in a productive way? Very, very polarizing. Some whole districts like outlawed it, where if you used it, you, you automatically failed or were suspended or whatever. Nuts. Yeah. And now like, you know, I, I can see both sides because you want kids to learn skills but, you know, at some point, schools stopped teaching kids how to put horseshoes on horses. <laughs> like, at some point. So, like, the argument can be made for is irrelevant information being taught that kids don't even... It's scary, and you might listen to, to this and think, like, you know, that'll never happen. But is it possible that writing, like, long, longer form or shorter form writing is just no longer a skill that's needed? I mean, I don't know, but remember this AI is going to continue to get better and it learns and gets better and more creative. And is there a human element? Of course there is, but we're getting like, when you use this, I encourage you, if you're listening to this, go and use it, try some things. Mm -hmm. And it's, yeah, it's weird. Um, And then when it was published, there was also an integration that it was published with that allowed you to integrate the chat bot func- or the chat GPT functionality into your social media chatbots or your website chatbots. You can get plugins that allow you to use chat GPT as the backdrop, as the engine behind your chatbot on your website or the chatbot on your social media. That sounds complicated. <laughs> and I did like watch some videos of how to do it. It doesn't seem that complicated at all, actually. Like give us an example. So we're, we wanted to integrate this chat GPT into our 1017 website. So How would we- it depends on the platform, but you get certain like uh, code um, series of code that you can upload into your website. If you're on that mm-hmm. kind of a website where you can get down to the code level or you can, and it walks you through everything or you get certain like export plugin links that you then go to, from chat GPT. Then you go into um, your website interface, the back end, and you find where the chatbot link is and you can put it in there. So, so then they have like canned responses the same way that an artificial intelligence bot would. Yes. It's just but, swapping. But now it's extremely human and yes. Like, so it can be integrated. I haven't done it. We should do it. It'd be cool. Just an exercise to do and record it. Um, screen recording like I'm doing here. But uh, uh, just to show people, um, it is like, so we had, this was probably, was it like a month ago, maybe? Like a couple weeks for sure. The four of us, the, the four 1017 people were all just like messaging each other after hours. And Coral 
messaged us like, Hey, have you guys used like chat GPT? I had it do this thing. I don't even remember what the she's initial so thing hip. was. Yeah. She's so hip. <laughs> she keeps us young. Doesn't she? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Thank you, Coral. Uh, anyway, I don't remember what she initially sent us. And I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Cause I remember I kind of dove into it for like an hour one time. Mm-hmm. And I remember why I stopped. I started using it a, a little bit and like trying some things. And then it said, um, like chat GPT is overwhelmed or unavailable or something. You have to wait because mm. the workload was too high. Sure. And so and then of I course stopped. immediately that and then immediately you. gone from my brain. Uh huh. And then, uh, she sent that to us and then I was up till like one in the morning plugging stuff in. And one of the things that we did is I've always wanted to, we have a client, local client. They won't care if we say their name, Stacy's nursery, the Angela and Laura. And I've always wanted to have like their girls do some sort of music video. Mm-hmm. That's always been something that I thought would be do amazing. Yeah. And, uh, so I, I just typed, pulled it up and I said, uh, write a write rap lyrics about spring flowers and gardening enter and immediately it starts crafting this rap that like rhymes like lyrics yeah, yeah. and it was i sent it to laura and angela i was like imagine if we did this like we're not okay, going to do this send it to yeah imagine if we did this but you know we're not going to but imagine if we did it would go absolutely bonkers why are we not going to they're not sure that the girls would want to do it. And, you know, it, it would cost money. And I think it would go viral for sure. Yes. Especially like three weeks ago when it was like we needed it to be spring. I still kind of need it though. Yeah. So. But it was like 14 degrees. And so that spurred it on. And I kept randomly putting things in. And, um, well, we'll get into capabilities now. So what are some ways that people have used it before? Um. And kind of the entry level ones are easy. You just tell it to write an article about something. You can say, and I've done this, is write, summarize the top five restaurants in rural Minnesota. (laughs) And it just will start. It'll say, you know, most people think of the Twin Cities. I I believe I have it here. Um, Yep. And have you people, do, you've done a lot of I've done a lot plugging of in. Yep, a lot of it. And uh, I've had it write a business plan for different businesses, you know, and it's very generic, but it would give you a start. If you were not sure about how to start a business plan or how to start an article, you could just plop that in and it will write it for you. And then you could go in and add specific details that are, you know, that you know are tr- true to you. Mm-hmm. It can also, uh, if you just type in a website, you can say make a QR code for, type in the website and it will export a QR code for you. So you can use that wherever oh, you want. Kick ass. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yep. Uh, yeah. Let me get back to my notes. Yep. Um, it, you can create an app. Through it? It will do code writing as well. You can say, create an iPhone app that allows you to do this, this, and this, and will give you the basic code. Now, I don't know any anything about code, so I don't know if it's actually real or good or whatever, sure. but it's set up to do that. It's supposed to bring coding to the regular public. Yeesh. Yep. Um, crazy, crazy town. Which is kind of cool. Like, that's just wild in and of itself because... Uh-huh. 
the amount of money that isn't within the industry of coding. Yes. Because it's such a like, not a detailed, it's a small, it has to be a small, yeah. Yeah. Niche of population that can do that. You think about how much we come into content with code, whether it's just visual, digital code programs um, on your phone and how many people encounter it all the time versus how many people actually have the skill set to develop that code. Yeah. I should have asked. I was with somebody this last weekend that um, creates video games, like learning video games. And she doesn't dabble in a lot of the coding side, but she does a lot of like the curriculum development and course development. But wow, how that could like impact their, that specific industry. Imagine, you know, it would be similar to if you would have gone back to when printing presses were like high tech and whoever control, whoever had one of those extremely expensive, hard to get. So scarce resource, very scarce resource. And if you had it, you had a lot of power over information and public thought Mm -hmm. and all of that. Imagine if every single person with an idea or a passion or a knowledge could then develop code. Yeah. Yeah. You know? It's like no longer a barrier. So that right. we, just, we think, yeah, yeah. We don't as know how good it know. is. As far as we know, <laughs> it's a far better coder than either of us are. Yeah. So, for sure. you know, if you know more about coding and you know, like limits, yeah, correct. Yeah. Us let us, let us know. Somebody that I feel like none of our podcast listeners are coders for some reason, but if, if you are listening and that's what you do, they should t- let us know if it's actually good. Yeah, go try it. Go try something <laughs> what gets simple. Generated. We don't even know what a coding prompt would I know. be. I don't know what looks good. Well, yep. Uh, one thing that I jumped into immediately at that <laughs> night when Coral oh, reminded me was menus. Like you, we, I put together, because we always struggle at our house, like what are we going to have for supper? Damn it. You know, like, and then it's Sunday and we need to order groceries for pickup. And we're like, well, what are you going to have this week? And I'm like, I don't know. I can't think of a single You're thing. asking me to plan dinner. Tyler's like, okay, we'll have wings on Monday. We'll gr- <laughs> grill burgers on Tuesday. Tacos. It's always <laughs> like tacos, um, some chicken breast of some kind. Yeah. And, or chicken wings or chicken, grilled chicken, whatever it is. Um, and really just... That's it. And then like pizza, you know? Oh, you need to expand. Chap GPT is going to be good for you. So I just wrote in there, put together a detailed weekly meal plan for a 39 year old that wants to lose some weight. And it start bang. It instantly starts Monday, you know, like (laughs) one ounce of mixed nuts and like, and like every detail. For snack, it gives you the three meals, snacks. Based on what you want your daily caloric intake to be, probably. It just, it just Or it just assumes yeah. a certain... And you could put in more information to that prompt too. So once it spits all of that out, you could say, um, increase the amount of protein. Yeah. Enter. And then it would redo it all and increase the amount of protein. Yeah. Um, or calculate the the calories daily for these meals enter yeah. after it's done. All I want to figure It'll out look. my macros based on my age and weight and yep. lifestyle. Right. <laughs> and then you can go bang and do that. So I, and it will give you the list of all the foods and meal planning. Then you could say, Oh, you know, eliminate peanuts or eliminate certain allergens or add something. And then you can say after the spits out another weekly adjusted meal plan, give me a shopping list to yeah. have enough for all of this. And then 
spits out the shopping list. So you make sure you have enough ingredients for every single meal for the week. That isn't is that smart. wild. And then boom, I go over to my grocery shopping app. Uh huh. Enter in. And those the integrations things. are going to happen. Yeah. It makes so much sense that those integrations with your local grocers that have the like online ordering pickup, you'll be able to just export it in a way, format, upload it in a way, or might, might even be a login so you can sign into your, mm-hmm. you know, your chat GPT account on their system. Yeah. And it just in uploads, gives you ding, here's all of these that match up. Bye. And then you go and pick it up. That sounds badass. I don't do the online grocery shopping thing, but eventually I will. Yes, you it's will. only a matter of time. It's only a matter of time. <laughs> the um, the amount of time it saves us weekly is, you know, and stress. Yeah, like nobody the, wants to go to the grocery store to shop for a family of five. Well, and Angie and I, when it, before we had kids, or even when we had just a couple really young ones that were just like car seat or ride in the, you know, the cart, it was like something to do. Yeah, we'd go for a couple hours and you know walk <laughs> around until the kids like, shit their pants or start crying or something. <laughs> You know, and then make a scene. Yeah. And then go home. <laughs> Got some stories about that. Um, yeah. And then that led me to, okay, well the food side, what about the workout side? Mm-hmm. So then I said like develop a workout plan, the same thing for a 39 year old that wants to lose a few pounds that has uh, bad knees enter and it gets spit out all of the, the so cardio, um, strength training, fat burning exercises. It spit out like versions of those every day. Yeah. You should enter in your body weight percentage. You could do that too. You do that too. I don't want to. <laughs> could. It would, mean I, could. it would mean I would have to find it out, which no one wants to do that. <laughs> uh, so, That's and, really intriguing to me. And then I you could, it. and then, so then I made adjustments to that workout plan where I said, um, I don't have access to free weights. Spits out a new one. So it does all body weight exercises. Um, or you could say like add cycling or add this mm-hmm. or subtract that. Yep. So you can customize all of these. Um, and then again, it saves. I, can't, I hope you're the, showing the people what your new workout plans are. Oh, are okay. you still screen recording? I, I am screen recording, but I haven't <laughs> gone to my, I haven't gone to my workout plan. So let's go to the workout plan, uh, workout plan. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, haven't looked at Entered it in a while. In, haven't looked at it. The mistake I made and the advice I will give people is, Every time you're going to search a new subject, um, in the top left of yeah. your chat GPT like interface, there's a new chat button. Click on that before you start going down a rabbit hole. Every time you get to a new to- topic, click on that. Because now like my workout plan is in here somewhere. Like who knows? Oh, yeah. You know, who knows? Maybe spare the people of that then. Yep. You're not going to find it. Yes. I mean, Let's I be honest, you may not point. even use it. 100% have never used it once. So- <laughs> That was clearly not the barrier. Oh, here I did find it. Here's a five-day workout plan for a 39-year-old who doesn't enjoy running. This is for my (laughs) wife. This is for my wife, for a 39-year-old woman who doesn't enjoy running. And it just, bang, spits it all out every day. Um, Day one, strength training with details. Day two, yoga with details of yoga. Day three, the HIT, (laughs) high-intensity interval training. The HIT. (laughs) Day four, Pilates. Day five, circuit training. And it walks through all the details of each of those. Angie, are you getting after it? Mm, definitely not. And then <laughs> she I wrote, doesn't listen to the then podcast. Then I wrote, create a five-day meal plan for adult male looking to lose fat. Day one, <laughs> breakfast, snack, lunch, snack, dinner. And it 
gives all the details. Okay, so we're down a rabbit hole about how Tyler could really use this tool to improve his yes, life. Yes, but what we've realized is, and we've known this a while, it is not access to resources or inf- information. That res- that holds people back. It's motivation and discipline. Yep. yep. No doubt. Okay. Um, well, the last usage that we also were dabbling with was generating ideas. This is directly related to our work. Yes. Generate. We're going to be eliminated from the equation. No, I'm just kidding. But generating ideas for weekly posts yep. for a specific, uh, specific industry or a specific yep. business. Or write me some captions because I hate writing captions for yep. a photo of this. That's right. So I put in, um, uh, develop a social media plan for... Did you do a nursery too? For the, uh, a local nursery slash gardener. Um, daily social media posting plan complete with copy. Mm-hmm. And it went through, it suggested like certain discounts and promotions, but it said like, it'll say like include photo of pretty flower. And then here's the caption, Yeah, you know, and they're very, they were pretty good. They were very human. Yeah. And relatable. Yeah. Um, and like at the very least you could take and then just make a few tweaks to feel like it's in your brand's voice and, Boom. Exactly. And or I, just use it for idea generation because we all know how how that can be <laughs> a barrier. You just run out of you're like, I don't even know what to post anymore. We're yep. just doing the same thing over and over again. And and yeah, and it will give you a structure. You can do it every day for a month. You can do it weekly. It's uh it's pr- so I found the one here. Um uh so I initially asked it to put together a daily social media posting calendar for a retail flower shop. And it spit out what you should do, you know, or could do Monday through Sunday. And it'll say something like share a photo of a peaceful or serene flower arrangement, post a flower related inspirational quote, write poem. So it's actually giving three options for Sunday, <laughs> promote a custom flower arrangement service for special events or, or occasions. Then it says, remember to keep your content engaging, informative, and visually appealing to attract and retain followers. Good luck with your social media efforts. That's what it said. And then I, the next prompt was write copy for each post. And it says, sure, here are some examples of copy you could use for each of the posts that are already listed. And one example from Monday was, you know, a photo of a colorful bouquet. And then it has in quotes, brighten up someone's day with a burst of color, exclamation point. Take a friend who could use a little pick me up and brighten their Monday with a stunning bouquet from our shop. So it's like, it's already intuitive enough to know that this is how you play the game of social media. You have to like that drives engagement, which is therefore going to expose your posts to more people. Right. Just fascinating stuff. Really? Yeah. (laughs) And encouraging the engagement. So here's another version of it. It says, um, here's a quote. Uh, it's a fun flower related fact. Did you know the peony is often called the flower of riches and honor in Chinese culture? Question mark. Share your favorite flower related fun fact in the comments. Mm. And man, that would get flower people pretty jazzed. Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. So, I mean, so basically what there's no excuse to not know what to do. Yeah. It's all in the execution. Yep. And, uh, I gotta. I'm gonna do this for. I should do this for all of our clients, but I, of course, was like, I need some new inspo for the brewery. Right, right. So, along with this, there are obvious downsides you've probably been thinking about um, as you're listening to this. Like, what happens to copywriters, students, coders? Like, 
And the reality is a portion of what they do has been devalued. And not because it's not good or not important, but now you can do it for almost nothing. Mm-hmm. And the masses don't know about it yet. The masses have not done this at scale, to, you know, in a practical sense of, of, you know, replacing blog writers, but you could, you know, you could, if you're starting a blog today, you could theoretically just use this for every blog entry. Mm-hmm. But there's one caution. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say the major, the most obvious red flag is uh, plagiarism. Like how do you, the argument for that, using chat GPT to be your internal copywriter. But what would be wrong with that? Or if you're, say you're a college student and you're like, all right, I'm going to write a paper, but I'm going to have chat GPT. I don't like that name because I can't spit it out. I know. But, it is awkward. Um, I'm going to have chat GPT write me a paper about uh, the Vietnam War. Yep. Then what? Like, that's the same as using all of the Googles and getting in trouble with the totally. plagiarism. And that is a downside is uh, at the outset, it seems like it would replace certain activities that students need to do to practice skills, you know, Mm -hmm. and critical thinking. And I agree. Is it possible that you could use it to correct your writing? Yes. You can actually copy and paste your entire paper in there. Find errors. And say, find errors or repetitive words or suggest new ideas or new resources. And it will do that stuff as well kind of reverse engineering yep but the threat of you know copy uh, it's not even copyright because this is open and free and i've just for testing i entered in the same prompt three different times when it came to like social media posts or a short article a summary about something different all three times exact same prompt oh really i put in and it was different every time it responded to me that's kind of nuts yeah so it's not like if someone just puts in like asks chat GPT, what is chat GPT? That will respond exactly the same yeah. every way. It won't. Right. Yeah. Wow. That's kind of mind blowing. Yes. Me. I can't even fathom. Yep. So the direct cause and effect or input output that we associate with analog technology or even digital technology, like if this, then that, this is different than that. This is an artificial intelligence that is like, responding differently evolves differently mm-hmm. so uh, but um you know we don't necessarily know the effect on coders coders would know that better if they're being honest with themselves but copywriters i would i would be nervous i really i i know that i that if there's anyone listening to this they don't like it they're probably emotional about it but yeah. uh, find a way to dis, you know differentiate yourself but being a freelance copywriter for hire it's only a matter of time. Yeah. It just is. My sister does that, but she's also like an aspiring author. So right. then I'm like, how could, how could authors use this to make their work better? This is my prediction when I was going down the same line yeah. of thinking is morally, let's say you have an author that is already established or maybe isn't. Uh-huh. Bursts onto the scene with some amazing fiction, nonfiction, educational book, whatever. And then it comes out 
that they just used chat GPT and had a whole bunch of series of prompts and it wrote it all for them. Is that bad? I would think so. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, you want to think that the person's work is theirs, you right. know? Right. But is it their work or is it not? Like it's, if I went and just Googled a whole bunch of information, compiled it all into notes and then wrote it all myself, it would be in my voice. I still pull the information from a whole bunch of different places. Mm-hmm. Is the act of synthesizing the information and writing in my own words, is that where the value comes from? Or is it, is yes, the value? I think that's the skill, but is the value received by the people any less if they didn't know? If they go and buy this book for 20 bucks and it has a great effect on them or they really enjoy it, have I not still like given them that value? So this yeah. is what I was like wrestling with. That's, like, and you know what will happen. That's a rabbit hole. You know what will happen is someone as an experiment will craft some book or, <laughs> or music or something. Yeah. And then it'll be popular and they'll say, hey, just so you know, they'll come out later like a big This gag. song was written by ChatGPT. Yes, exactly. <laughs> And then the, the world will get pissed. Yep. And some people will care. Some people won't care. Uh, but, huh. and again, this is just in text. Until it gets banned. Like, is there any chance of this thing getting? No way. Maybe in certain areas and certain micro areas of school, certain schools or certain whatever. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't think you can stop it. I don't know how you stop it. Because it was all already valued at thirty billion dollars, ChatGPT. It's been out for what five months. Wait, did you already say who it was created by? Yes, it was created by OpenAI. Is the no- name of the company. Oh, and it's valued at thirty billion right now, like instantly from zero to thirty billion in five months. So you tell me They've they're going like, to slow a down? Monster. And there are other competitors. There, Google has their own. Yeah, there are some other ones, uh, and. The race for this, again, and this is just in text, just in text. Mm-hmm. I remember when ICQ and MSN Messenger were like all the rage in the 90s. We we're messaging each other, you know, just text, no audio. Mm-hmm. And we were like, this is, a, couldn't get any better than this. And now you have Snapchat with video. You have live video. You have. Yeah. So what happens when all of the AI voices that you were hearing on the phone those just keep getting better and better and better with this as the back. And then music and, you know, digital animation when it comes to like watching a video and you're not sure, is that a real person or is that a digitally animated person? And so it's- Do you think that's in our lifetime? 100%. Yeah? Yeah, not even a question. Okay. I think we're five years away from you watching something and having no way to tell, is that a real person that said that? Like, is that the actual president that said that? Or was that just a fake, you know, they took the president's likeness and they made them say that and yeah. then shared it. Okay, that I can see. Yep. So it is like, there. And that is the last thing I have on obvious downsides is false information. The false information potential from this, because things are so well-written, things seem true. And in fact, I, when I had mentioned earlier, like I, I had said, summarize the top five restaurants in rural Minnesota. And I hit enter. And it's like 
they had this article, like an intro, it listed the five. Mm-hmm. It it talked gave the name of the restaurants, the location, their special menu items. Yeah. And three of the five didn't exist. They were have never existed. Really? I thought when you sent that to us. It, it was... made up three restaurants really? in real towns, but have never existed. <sighs> and so. but like I I didn't know that. I just thought it was real and i didn't know that was false i posted it on linkedin i was like hey one of my first prompts for chat gpt and i oh, posted the whole yeah. article and people responded they're like i live in sock center there's never been a restaurant called this before <laughs> i would love it if there was it was a, like fire roasted pizza like we've never had that here <laughs> that's fast funny so it gets shit wrong yes and it even says that like it will guess and and that stuff so making sure you verify information when you're using it. Mm-hmm. The biggest positive impacts, in my opinion, number one when it comes to writing is time. Anything that saves people time is valuable. In the actual research, the planning of some content, or the planning of a meal plan, or the planning of whatever, like we mentioned, more utility-based. Think about like travel planning. It, it, yes, you can also <laughs> say put together like a travel... Itineraries. Itinerary for going to New York City or somewhere else. And mm-hmm. it will suggest all real things, at yep. least as, I'm assuming As far real. as we know. Yep. And yeah. then the actual writing. So lots of time there. Um, the chatbots uh, are really, really, really good. Even having the conversation with chat GPT itself in its own um, interface, it's so human and um, that it's, it's crazy. And then the last one that we think could be, but we don't really know, is on the coding side. Like potential impact. If that is a real thing, the potential impact could be really cool. But use it for your planning. Use it for social media ideas. Use it for copywriting if that's not your thing. Yeah. Idea generation. Yep. It will overtake Google as the like, go the the go to search tool. Instead of Google that, like you'll go to chat GPT that doesn't sound the same. I know chat I can hardly say it. Like it doesn't roll off. And chat GPT. Yep. People will go to there and say it's excellent at solving math, like very detailed <laughs> calculus. Students have told me that they use it to put it in there and it shows every single step that they're supposed to make. That would have been helpful in my mm-hmm. college years. Yep. So that is an episode on chat GPT and it's just beginning. Go check it out. It for really yourself. is like, this is so early, but it's developed so quickly and mm-hmm. yeah, who knows what's going to happen next. Every second right now, people are searching on it and requesting things and it's learning based uh-huh. on feedback every second of every day. And not just one singular conscience that's learning. Think it's like infinite conscience, consciousnesses, you know, of AI learning all yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Freaking wild. Uh-huh. The universe is out of control. It's, 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 you're almost 30. It's Things getting are weirder. The, ch- the speed of change <laughs> is now catch is you're full. Like you can't take anymore. You're starting to get comfy. <laughs> so that means you need to push yourself when you're feeling comfortable. You just got to embrace new things. That's happened right? with me for music only. Like I have no interest <laughs> in hearing more music. I'm full. I don't care. I, I have so much stuff I like. I don't need any more. But when it comes to like this kind of stuff, I love this stuff. So 
Yeah, I was just thinking about what other content we could make around this. Like, if you we have- should have it in real time. Do we should do a, like some some of our ten seventeen stuff? Yeah, have it like do a week's worth of posts and then we follow it verbatim, right? And just <laughs> see what happens as like a little test. Yep. So if anyone wants to start uh, farm to table. <laughs> Uh, wood fire pizza business in Sock Center called the Farmer's Daughter. It's open. You can go do it. The Farmer's but it doesn't daughter. exist. It's not real. I was just thinking I've been to a restaurant called that, but maybe it was the Because I went and Googled it after that table. guy said that. And I was like, oh, wait, uh, it's not real. Yeah. Well, good to know. All right. Well, everyone, um, hope that helped. I hope it was interesting and we'll catch you in the next one. Yeah. Let us know your crazy chat GPT stories. Yes. All right. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Forever Game Podcast. If you liked what you heard, make sure you're a subscriber by hitting the little follow button or whatever kind of button there is on your podcasting platform. Also, we'd love to hear your feedback for future episodes, topics, or guests, so feel free to hit us up through the contact info in our show notes. Peace out.